0: Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker,
1: great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. And now we head to the Valley of the Sun via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. At least I think we're going to the Valley of the Sun to visit with executive advisor to the CEO of the Cincinnati Reds, former Cardinal GM, Walt Jockety. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good morning, Randy. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Are you indeed in Arizona? Uh, Actually, no. Okay. I, uh,
2: I am in Chicago. Visiting uh, a friend or two here.
1: Oh, good. We'll have have one, a good one time. Of our
2: former managers, one of our former oh, managers. Oh, oh. Ah.
1: Okay, good. You you guys ha- have a great time. He's got things going. We'll ask about that later he in does. the interview, but I, I want to start with this uh, w- with your Reds. While you you have built, you've been around uh, playoff type teams. Are, are the Reds a playoff team to you?
2: I, you know, Randy. I think we should be. They, you know, our pitching has always been strong. Um, you know, Nick Kroll, our GM, did a great job of improving our bullpen at the trade deadline, and, and, you know, the offense is going through a little slump right now, but we've been pretty dominant most of the year with our offense, and, and uh, you know, it was just, um, you know, Lester did a great job of shutting us down last night, but we have strong against left-handed pitching, and, and that was a strong indication of that last night. But I, I do believe that this team could – Go into the playoffs and and, um, compete.
3: Well, well, one of the big reasons that you would get there is Joey Votto, who's having an MVP caliber season. In in your opinion, how has he been able to have this resurgence? What are you seeing from him?
2: Well, you know, Joey has always been a very, very hard worker and uh, has has always tried to um, kind of reinvent himself. Sometimes, you know, and I think now he's gone back to standing straight up, more straight up. In the past, he was. Kind of bent uh, over, kind of uh, in his hitting stance, and he's straight up, and he's he's hitting for more power now, which uh, he got away from for a couple of years. But I think it's just, uh, you know, he's. I think he's out to prove that uh, he's not done. That he's still a pretty good hitter, and he's certainly proved that. I mean, he's just he's been phenomenal, and his his energy, I think, uh, has helped uh, some of the young guys, and and uh, his leadership has been. Phenomenal this year.
3: Well, do you think he's a Hall of Famer?
2: Yes, I do. I think by the time he finishes his career, he'll have uh, numbers that will um, compete and be very, very similar to a lot of the Hall of Fame players. I've, I do believe that. Um, he, he will end up being in the Hall of Fame one day.
1: Well, one guy on the Reds that has really killed the Cardinals this year is Jesse Winker. What does his lack of presence in the lineup present for David Bell and and putting a lineup together?
2: Well, it's huge because um, Jesse is really developed into one of the league's best hitters. I mean, he just, he's got such a sweet swing, just beautiful left-handed swing, and he's uh, another guy that just continues to improve and get better. And uh, through hard work, and he's, you know, he just, uh, uh, his presence in the lineup is tremendously missed. And, you know, without Castellanos for a while, he came back and that helped. But now we we need to get Jesse back healthy and in the leadoff spot because he's really been. Probably the catalyst of our offense.
1: And I'm intrigued if, as you expect, you're a playoff team, figure you're going to be taking on the Dodgers in the wild card game, who does David Bell want to start to the first game of, or the wild card game against the Dodgers?
2: You know, that's a great question. And I, I was thinking about that the last couple of days. Um, you know, really, I think the guy's been, um, although he got beat last night, I think Castillo's been one of our most consistent starters. And he's got great stuff, and he's. Uh, um, but you know, the key is going to be score- scoring runs, and we haven't scored a lot of runs for him. But I, and I don't know. That's that's a tough decision because we got Sonny Gray, and we've got uh, you know um, Miley, so it's going to be. Uh, I that's why we had that opportunity. Put so yeah. that way.
3: <laughs> well, well, I wanted to ask you about a guy you're familiar with, in Yadi or Molina. As we know, Yadi coming back for another season with the Cardinals. That's already locked up. He he's saying it's going to be his last year. So naturally, all of us start to look back on his career and what he's mm-hmm. been able to accomplish. Do you remember the first time that you really saw Yadi or Molina, or the first time that you thought, "Wow, this guy could really be something"?
2: Yeah, you know, when when he was coming up, you know, one of the things that used to really upset me was, uh, you know, baseball in America would always have the top 100 prospects. He was never in the top 100 prospects. And we always thought he was, you know, in the top, should have been the top level of that. But he, uh, you know, I, I love Yachty. He's He's been a guy that just uh, has improved, improved. And when he first came up, you know, we saw the the uh, obviously the defensive skills that he had. And he was, you know, struggling a little bit with the bat. But I think Tony and the guys just said, look, Concentrate on your defense, calling games, handling pitchers. Your hitting will come, and it it, it certainly has. And he's uh, just—he's another one that's—you know—I think he's got a chance for the Hall of Fame.
1: Walt, I remember that 2002 Peoria team that you told me about. Pretty much every week, you were so excited about that group of guys, (laughs) and Dunk was on that team, and Carmen Calli, Dan Heron, but. In listening to Chris Duncan talk about that team, Yadi had that same sort of an effect, didn't he? He he seemed to lead that young group even as a nineteen-year-old.
2: Yeah, I mean he's just what he does with with uh, pitching and and just with the, his leadership and, and uh, direction that he has for the club is, is amazing. That's one thing I think that when he does finally retire, I think that's something that they're certainly going to miss. He's just a, he's a, just a great human being too.
3: Absolutely. Well, Walt, one thing that fans here have been clamoring for is hopefully Adam Wainwright returns for the Cardinals. So you have Wainwright bueno p- potentially coming back, Yachty for sure coming back. And if the DH were to be implemented full-time in the National League, fans are really, really wanting Albert Pujols to, f- to come back and bookend his career with the Cardinals. If you were in the Cardinals' front office, is that something that would intrigue you?
2: Yes, definitely. Uh, I, cause I've been watching him since he's has been with the Dodgers off and on and, and uh he can still hit. There's no question about it. And I I just I think that'd be a great ending to his career. You know, certainly uh uh first first Bella hall of famer and it'd just be a, a great story for the Cardinal and Card- Cardinal fans. And uh now whether it happens or not, maybe uh, he may not want to play another year, but uh you know, I think uh it would be fun. I I tell you, I hope Wayno comes back to it just I love watching him pitch. What he did with Pittsburgh the other day—just <laughs> amazing.
1: He's been unbelievable, and yes. and you brought him. It's amazing how uh, th- those guys that you brought up in 2004 and 2000 traded for in 2004. Here we are in 2021, and they're still going.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I told Tony that last night. That might have been one of our better trades because just his—you know—the the impact that he's had on the organization and, and the longevity of his career. And, and just you know his impact uh, in the clubhouse and everything else. He's just he and Yadier are, are quite a pair. I hope that they in, end up their career together.
1: Hey, Walter, as you know and and I know, uh, we we get mellow with with age a little bit. We tend to t- sit back, oh, take yeah. it easy. Tony doesn't appear as I watch Tony in the dugout. It doesn't appear that he's mellowing out.
2: <laughs> no, he's, he's he never will. He's too intense. And, he, you know, it was driving him crazy, I think, when he wasn't managing. I think that's why he won. One of the reasons why he wanted to get back is he just he has that itch and that urge to, to manage and, and be successful and help uh, young players get better. And, and I think he's done a great job with this team and helping them, teaching them how to win. That's the big thing, and Teaching players a win.
1: Yeah, and it seems like they have uh, th- that re- that real bond that really Tony's really good teams ha- had here is that the players played for each other, and he got them to do that, which is I would think hard to do in this day and age. But it seems like they kind of have that element that a lot of those really good Cardinal teams had here.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that. Uh, um, and they're they're a fun team to watch. They they score a lot of runs, and they they've got a solid uh, uh, pitching staff, the rotation, the, their uh, bullpen. And they've got a chance to, you know, hopefully, if they finish out strong, which you know, how he is, he never counts on anything. So he's pushing, still pushing them hard to finish strong and and get into the playoffs.
1: So are are you sitting there at Guaranteed Rate Field and you've you've got the game in front of you, and then you have the Reds and Cardinals on a screen in front of you too? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Taking in a lot of baseball. That's great. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, Walter, no, no, I do that all the time. Anyhow, I watch I watch every one of
2: our games, and and uh, I, I still follow the. Um, you know, the Cardinals, I follow Tony all the time. So <clears throat> I see a lot
1: of baseball. Hey, so a lot of time for that now. You, you, I bring up a, one other thing here before we let you go because there's a lot of consternation among Cardinal fans. You had to deal with the expectations that Cardinal fans have. But they think because the team is just on the precipice of making the playoffs that there's something wrong in the front office. You brought John Mosellock to St. Louis. Can you just tell Cardinal fans what they have in John Mosellock running their b- baseball operations?
2: Well, you know what they have is a guy that's uh, you know dedicated to trying to put the best team on the field. There's there's a lot of different things involved. The one thing that Moe's done a great job of is they've uh, been able to use a lot of their players from within the organization and uh, developed a lot of keep uh, players and pitchers. And I think that's something that's uh, that's commendable because we had a tough time doing that, but uh, they've done a nice job with. They just had, you know, just too many injuries like a lot of us have. But uh, I think they'll be fine. And they're they're chasing us right now. So it's uh, we'll see what happens.
1: Yep. Walter, well, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. All right. Anytime. Good talking to you. You too. That is Walt Jockety, former Cardinal GM on 101 ESPN.
0: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard.